a seventh story window Throwing parties in a ten by seven cell It's astounding the legs I'll go To convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help Yeah, I am waving while I drown Don't bother swimming out to save me I will only drag you down I'll try to use your body as a life raft Cause if there's room enough for one There must be room enough for two I'll sail the good ship you into the sunset Yes, everybody, it is me, and welcome to this fantastic Thursday night here on The Writer's Block, a Muddied Waters Media production. Uh, thank you to all of you who spend every Thursday night spending your evenings with me. There's a lot of things that you could be doing on Thursday night, and I appreciate that you choose to be here with me right here on Muddied Waters Media. Um, especially, you know, football's back, so you could be watching football, but is it really football if it's the Redskins versus the Giants? Or sorry, the Washington football team versus the Giants? No, it's not. Um... <laughs> Thank you all so much. I do appreciate it. First and foremost, allow me to thank the wonderful and fantastic Michael Chad Murray. I think that's actually a real person. Michael Chad Murray. I think that's a person. Uh, Michael Murray for the kava I'm drinking today. Uh, you are a wonderful person and I love you dearly. Thank you so much for this kava. Um, to you and to all of you who are here watching, I say, Bula Vanaka. So, uh, we got a big show today. I'm very excited about my guest today. But before we get that, we got to pay the bills. So, let us get started with this episode is brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest growing and second largest caucus in the Libertarian Party, uh, which is weird because we don't do anything. We just have a group in which people post pictures of their food from Waffle House and there are debates on the proper way to get hash browns. Uh, and the correct answer is covered, smothered, and country. Um, if you want to become a member of this fantastic group, all you have to do is go to muddiedwatersmedia.com slash store and uh, muddiedwatersmedia.com slash store and pick yourself up a Waffle House caucus button. Uh, if you want to become a voting member, get a t-shirt. 
Get yourself a t-shirt. The Gravy King. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessory consignment store based online. You can consign with them for a 30% fee, which is apparently 20% less than uh, most other consignment stores. I have no idea if that's true, but I don't think Ashley would lie to me. Um, They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Channel, Goosey, and Herms. Um, And you can find them at FierceLuxuryByAshley.com or in their exclusive Facebook group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Adderpan. If you want to watch a play a video game that's going to make you crap your pants and need to talk to a therapist and uh, go on expensive mind-altering substances, Adderpan is the game for you. Uh, it is a five-night-style game featuring creepy characters, jump scares galore, and even a few Easter eggs hidden among the game files themselves. Um... Goosey. Um, Expansions are already in progress by the developer and will be available for free as they are released. Um, And uh, it is currently available on Windows PC. So, people, for five bucks, for the price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, you can get a video game that will terrify you for the rest of your life. Caffeine is temporary. Adderpan is forever. So spend that five bucks wisely and get Adderpan. Thomas Queter is rolling for state Senate uh, because he's still, even though he's rolling and not running, uh, he still runs better than Albany. Um, he, he pays us to say these things. It's not us. We promise. Um, we promise that it is not us saying these things. Um, he... <laughs> uh, if you want to support Tom, all you have to do is go to TomFor52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. TomFor52.com. And each month he has meme contests and merch that he is uh, selling or giving away. I'm not really sure. Uh, so go to TomFor52.com slash FTG and you can support Thomas Queter for State Senate and get him into the State Senate of New York and God help me, do they need it there? Mudwater, the most aptly named sponsor we could possibly ever have. If you wake up in the morning and you think, man, I really don't like the acidic taste of coffee, or you might wake up in the morning and say, you know what, coffee is the greatest beverage that's ever been created and nothing can top it. Well, I have news for you. I have something that is more bitter, that has less caffeine, and tastes roughly like a hobo's foot mud water is the drink for you uh it's going to even though it only has one seventh of the caffeine it's going to jack you full of energy for most of the day anybody that watches a show with spike on tuesdays understands this uh and it is made with masala chai or as spike says masala high oh uh, happy yom kippur everybody uh cacao mushrooms turmeric sea salt cinnamon and that is it if you want to make the switch from coffee today go to muddiedwatersmedia.com slash mud and you can be one of the people who understands what we mean when it say Trust us, add honey. Cumberland Cannabis Co. Cumberland Can... Look, Tennessee perfected whiskey and country music. 
and I'm certain other things. Uh, and so I'm assuming that when they take when they take a stab at Delta 8 CBD products, they are perfecting that as well. Uh, Cumberland Cannabis Co. is a viable, ethical, and effective CBD Delta 8 company. Uh, basically, you're getting weed and you're not going to get arrested. So go to CumberlandCannabisCo.com to get this viable, ethical, and effective CBD today. Jack Casey has written some books. I have not read them. If I were a betting man, there's probably a lot of porn. Um, but he says that they are fantasy. He says they're fantasy. I don't know what kind of fantasy he's talking about. Um, I won't read them because if they're, <laughs> if they're terrible, I'm going to feel bad for peddling them to all of you people out there. And if they're great, I'm going to feel bad about all the things that I've said about them. Um, if you take a look at the covers, one's got a smoking ring, which I'm not really sure what that's in reference to. All I know is what somebody told me in a bar once and a ring don't fill a hole. And that sounds right up Jack Casey's alley. Uh, another one has a sultry looking butterfly with a knife sticking out of it for some reason. Don't know. And the other one, because of who my guest is and the fact that my parents watch the show, I'm not going to tell you what it reminds me of. Um, but Let's just say it's filthy and you, you can find it at sex shops. Um, and Joe Soloski, he is running for governor of Pennsylvania, um, which ties in very nicely to my next guest. Uh, and if you want to make Pennsylvania mightier than the sword of evil government, you need to vote for Joe Soloski. So if you happen to be in the Pennsylvania region of these United States, vote Joe Soloski in 22. Um, Right? Yeah, 22. Um, and make him the next governor. The first libertarian governor. You guys have the power to make the first libertarian governor in the world in Pennsylvania. And you know it's going to be a step up from whatever crap governor you have right now. Um, I don't even know who it is. Uh, but vote Joe Solosky. Now, my next guest uh, is a magician. I don't know if anybody knows this. She, is she has to be a magician. Because... On top of being a devoted wife and mother and on the PTO, which I think is the same thing as the PTA in other states. Um, okay, cool. Uh, being the president of the PTA uh, and coaching soccer and coaching t-ball, she has time to be very active in the community and active in the Libertarian Party and uh, is managing multiple campaigns in the state of Philadelphia. Or is it, a, it might be a Commonwealth? I don't know. Um, it's Commonwealth. Yeah, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. She's right there. Um, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, so she has more than 24 hours in a day or she has slowed time down. I don't know which it is and I cannot wait to find out with you because I am so excited to know how to get more hours in the day. Please, everybody, welcome with me, Christine Kausler Womack. Hi, guys. Woo. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Said the name right. I was like, don't yes, mess it up. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Uh, so... Christine, thank you so much. Thank you for spending your Thursday night with me. I know that you are a Cowboys fan, so obviously you care very much about this game that's going on this evening. Um, they both stink, so. <laughs> they're both awful. Um, so, I want to know, for, 
Let's okay. So I got to start the way I normally do, but I'm really interested in how you get 29 hours in a day, um, because that is that's the only logical explanation to all you do. Um, but how is it that you found yourself? Uh, what is the story that brought you to the Libertarian Party, or to the Libertarian movement, even if you're not like so much on the party side? So of I come from a very political family. My grandmother was a can't believe i'm gonna utter these words a elected tax collector for 45 years as a republican um so it was you're a republican or you're not her grandchild <laughs> but um uh so but when i was with my ex-husband he uh was a republican we were mccain and palin and forgive me for those days um i know better now <laughs> um that was the one that changed like, me that, I actually had I actually went to see Sarah Palin talk um, at the York Fair and had a lipstick Republican pin. It was a whole thing. I regret those days. But anyway, um, when he didn't win, we my ex came to know about Ron Paul. And uh, he's what I like to call my baby steps into the Libertarian Party. Sure. Um, he's a great entryway, but he's not what kept me and brought like fully brought me in. Um I know some other people love him. And that's fantastic. Uh, for me, he was like that toddler book to bring me in. Right. And so what's funny, though, about my ex-husband is he is now a Bernie bro. Um, <laughs> so that's a weird transition. Um, but yeah. so I came in, um, dabbled in it a little bit with Ron Paul um, back in like the 08s and stuff like that. And then I actually got very active once I got with my current husband my love. And um, we got active in the Gary Johnson campaign in 2016. So I know I've been active, active since 2019, but I was actually very involved locally with the Gary Johnson campaign. And I say that specifically because the current, the the then chair of the York County um, LP wanted nothing to do with the Gary Johnson campaign. He wanted to focus on his own mayoral campaign in York City. So he was like, you do whatever you guys want to do for Gary Johnson and, and we'll do whatever we want to do for the, and my, yeah. my campaign. And I, so I, I've worked on multiple campaigns. Um, I've worked on multiple campaigns. I joined the Libertarian party officially in uh, 2013 and then I left in like 15. Um, and then I rejoined when Spike signed me up for it and paid my dues uh, in 2020, um, and the, those have expired, so I'm not even a member of the party anymore. But um, I, uh, McCain was what like got me over to the Libertarian Party because uh, I, I'm from a very conservative neocon household, and uh, my dad, my entire life, talked about how McCain, he's just a Democrat. He's a Democrat. He's no better than those stinking Democrats. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Got it. McCain, bad Democrat. Got it. And then he got nominated as the uh, Republican, uh, the, the, the GOP nominee for president. And everybody was like, we got to vote for McCain. He's going to be great. And I was like, wait, 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 <laughs> wait. You've been telling me for the last however many years, I'm not going to say, um, that McCain was terrible and he's a Democrat, but now we have to vote for him. And, uh, well, he's better than the other guy. I'm like, no, no, because 
two years ago, he was the devil. And so how is he not the devil today? Um, Cause he's it, wearing the flag of the team. <laughs> right. He's, he's wearing the right flag and he, he got up there and he was a, he was a prisoner of war. Uh, so you have to vote for him. No, I didn't. And I voted for Bob Barr, which isn't, you know, that's like the worst of the best of three evils or the worst of three, the lesser of three evils. But that was what started me. I was like, no, I'm not voting for McCain and I'm not voting for Obama. So I voted for <sighs> Bob Barr and Wayne Allen Root. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember those names. <laughs> yep. Um, so... That was that was how I started. And then I started looking into the Libertarian Party a lot more after that, because I was like, I'm not voting for McCain. I'm voting third party. Screw this. Um, and then my dad blamed me when Virginia uh, went to Obama because he was like, you voted for McCain. I was like, he lost by more than one vote. It's not me. <laughs> it wasn't me that did this. My uh, mother-in-law did that. My mother-in-law did that with the, the Trump and Clinton. Um, I love her. She is a very left, very Democrat, though. And so, you know, we worked the Gary Johnson campaign. And, you know, we I mean, we were doing parades and I literally lost my voice from screaming in the parades, fighting with both sides um, down the parade alley. And my mother-in-law was like, it's because you voted third party. I'm like, I wouldn't have voted for Hillary Clinton. Like, <laughs> right. it's not just because she has a vagina does not mean I'm going to vote for her. Like, that's not how this works. No. And so when when Biden won, um, I was like, so are you going to thank me now? <laughs> for, <laughs> for voting Biden third party? Winning? Because I was the fault for him, lo for Clinton losing. So am I now to blame, you know, to praise now for Biden winning? And she was like, I guess that logic flies. And I was like, yeah, it should. I mean, you can't I'm, have it one way without having it the other. I'm looking forward to your thank you card in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> when, um, so when I first got into it, there was a special election going on down here in Florida uh, for uh, House of Representatives. The, the, the previous guy had passed away and so they were doing a special and David Jolly was going against Alex Sink. Uh, and David Jolly was like the hand-picked, he was the hand-picked uh, uh, guy from the incumbent, the guy who passed away. I don't remember the guy who passed away his name, but uh, he, he was like on his team and he had left to go be a lobbyist and then he was going to come back and take over uh, the seat. And my candidate that I was working for, the Libertarian, he got enough votes that I got yelled at by Republicans and Democrats. Uh, and the Democrats were mad at me because I made them lose. And the Republicans were mad at me because I almost made them lose. And I was like, I can't, you both can't be mad at me. One of you at least has to be somewhat grateful. Um, so that was... And then after that, it's just been, I'm voting Libertarian every year. I don't care. And uh, I'm not voting for either of the duopoly, the Republicrats. And I am forever going to vote third party until we get fair elections for third parties in this country. Um, some, okay, you, you, you said that. I was like, somebody, somebody else noticed your... Yeah, someone knows. <laughs> Guys, this is not a North Korean leader. This is It's also um, not Marco Steve. Rubio. <laughs> yeah, it's not Marco Rubio. It is Steve Carell from the office that says that's what she said, just for the record. Right. <laughs> With my Dundee right behind it. So 
So <laughs> yeah, we're we're an office house, see, party planning committee. <laughs> well, yeah, you're in, you're you're in Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> so from what I understand, uh, and Spike sings your praises. By the way, uh, he he said that you collected like a record amount of signatures uh, for the uh, ballot initiative in Pennsylvania. So Liz collected the like record, Liz Terwigler. Um, I think I said that right. Who knows? Um, she collected the most signatures out of everyone in Pennsylvania, but she was a candidate. So she was on a different tallying sheet. Okay. Um, I collected the most from volunteers. Gotcha. Yeah, he said that you knocked on like two thousand doors and like collected. I'm just I'm I'm repeating what Mike is I... speaking very good praises, of <laughs> not actual facts. Um, most of the signatures that we collect, my husband and I camped out at our local flea market every other weekend when we didn't have our son, um, when he was with his dad, and so we collected signatures then, which was in Trump country, so it was super fun. Um, and then uh, we. Tour, we um, escorted Spike around Eastern Pennsylvania um, last August. Right. So Spike was a hand in helping to get those signatures. Um, it was it was in, inevitably it was a team effort. My name was attached to the petitions because I was at each one of the locations, but it was a team effort. I don't take all of the credit for that. I know my name is the one that's on there, but there was many volunteers that we had at different locations um, that stepped up and followed us from Williamsport to Scranton to Pittston to Allentown to Quakertown, which is Spike's favorite place, Q-Mart. Right. Um, <laughs> and then Reading, where we got to be part of a protest about a guy who died from the hands of the government over some marijuana. Um, and and then into York, um, where I'm from. So it was the last stop on the tour. So yes, my name was attached to, I think it was almost 300 signatures. Um, but Spike is Spike and all of the volunteers that we had that weekend was a huge part of that. Right. Well, that, that is a very humble and political answer. So when are you running for something? Uh... I am not running for <laughs> office. I considered running for mayor of Dallas town where I live. Um, cause the mayor has run uncontested for the last, uh, decade. Um, but he is like a landmark <laughs> in Fair. this town and, uh, with the campaigns that I'm on and I forced my husband basically to run for borough council, um, because because a part of the molten maneuver, I'm assuming you're familiar with the molten I, maneuver. I am f familiar with the molten maneuver. Um, my the there was a two year borough seat that was running uncontested in our borough. So my husband's running. So he's one of the 139 candidates that we have on the ballot this um, November in Pennsylvania, of which 115 of them are uncontested. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I've had a number of uh, candidates and people who are working with the candidates from Pennsylvania on the writer's block and on Muddied Waters of Freedom. And yeah, Pennsylvania is absolutely killing it right now. They are doing such great work when it comes to the liberty movement. And they're putting people in at the right places. And I respect that because as much as I, I like, I know that you were the um, the the state manager for the Jorgensen campaign, mm -hmm. the Jorgensen Cohen campaign. And as important as that is in election in, in presidential election years, the important work is what we're doing in the years following that um, yeah, and absolutely. going going after those locals, going after your city councils and your county, you know, county commissions and uh, state and 
state offices and mayorships and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's where real change is going to happen and where people are going to be able to see how the libertarian policies and how libertarian philosophy is going to work in their communities. And Pennsylvania is doing it right. And I respect all of you that are doing it uh, the way that you are because it is absolutely amazing seeing the groundswell of people that you have running and the mm-hmm. quality of people. We've got Nicole Schultz in the comments who is right here. Um, and Nicole right there too. <laughs> right. And Nicole is fantastic. Uh, she was on my show. She is a wonderful human being and she has a lot of great ideas. And I understand that you are her campaign manager. She is one of my best friends and yeah. yes, I am her campaign manager. <laughs> <laughs> so what is going so let's I, on top of being the campaign manager for Nicole, I know that you are also the campaign manager for Joe Soloski, who is running yes. for governor, and for Tim McMaster, who is running for Pennsylvania Senate, right? Not Senate, not... Correct. He he ran a special election back in the spring um, right. because the Senator Arnold passed due to a brain tumor um, back in January. So he ran, um, he got, I believe, the highest percentage a libertarian has got for a state Senate run, um, which was a little over 3%, if I remember um, which is phen- phenomenal. He was not super thrilled, but I'm super thrilled because I know the work that he put in and I know the work he's going to put in in the next year because he's running again in 2022. Um, but yeah, the story with Nicole is super funny. I don't know if she told you of how she I convinced her to run for office. Did she tell you? We we talked about it, but not everybody was watching my show. So we can we can talk about it again. Okay. Yeah, we... <laughs> So we do a girls' lunch once a month. Uh, it's been on hiatus because of how busy we both have been. But we, I, I can so see t- that. <laughs> so typically we do a girls' lunch, and, and we did it at Cracker Barrel typically because they have like a five ninety nine deal and it's really cheap. Right. And um, I was working on Joe's campaign, and we were trying to. There was no one running for lieutenant governor at the time, so we were trying. I was trying to like see about who we could try and convince to run for lieutenant governor, and I was like venting to her that we just no one wants to do it and that we really want someone who's smart and articulate and that, you know, can talk to the masses and has like a story that can reach everybody. And she was like, I'll do it. And I was like, seriously. (laughs) She was like, yeah, she's like, she was, she's always been libertarian minded and voting and stuff. Um, Same with her husband. We Levi, we refer to him as Jesus because of the way he looks. Um, But yeah, she, she did everything right there. And then uh, she wasn't dues paying at the time. Uh, she was actively helping here and there and stuff. But she right there and then paid her dues up, paid her husband's dues up. And we started rolling and we got her logo. And she jumped right in and made her announcement back in December, the same day as Joe. And the same day as Steve Sheets, who's running for U.S. Senate, right. um, who I help whenever wherever he needs me on that one campaign too because why not add another campaign or two right because three isn't enough if if, (laughs) my husband's borough run (laughs) fair four isn't enough you're if you're if you're working on or managing four campaigns you can do another one like there's time in the day especially in york uh apparently so Initially, I actually told Nicole I was not going to be her campaign manager because I didn't want it to interfere, like to affect our our friendship, our relationship. Um, and then I realized I told her I'll help her, like I'll give her all of like the the signed quotes that I get and all the like, literature quotes and stuff. And I was like, at this point, I'm giving you all the work, so why don't I just do it? Right. So I just signed up to do it. 
<laughs> basically how it happens. My husband is my assistant campaign manager for her campaign. So in the event that I have to be somewhere for Joe or Tim and we need someone with Nicole, he we will split and uh, tag team the whole campaigning stuff. Nice. Nice. Yeah. No. Uh, so I've had... I believe I've had everybody that you are working with on my show um, or on it's a one sign of, of a good campaign manager. It's a sign of a great campaign <laughs> manager. Um, but yeah, uh, like Joe Solosky is one of my favorite people in, in the world. Uh, that man is absolutely incredible. And um, I just got a water delivery. Um, <laughs> she, she heard it in my voice. But uh, yeah, he he's he's the voice of the muddied waters of freedom. Uh, he introduces me and Spike every week, um, and he, he, I know that he is going to run a very good campaign. Um, what is it that you're doing on these different campaigns that is going to make a difference in Pennsylvania? So we're showing a united front because I think that there's a lot of divisiveness even in within parties. Um, that one one person says one thing and one says the other and i don't think that there's um D- dave just said he's the assistant to the campaign manager oh, <laughs> office quote yeah. um and uh um joe and nicole work really well together and they technically don't have the nomination yet right. uh, so we're trying not we're trying to be humble and you know realize that we still have to earn the trust and the and the respect of all the libertarians in Pennsylvania that will be voting in March at convention. Um, but we're trying to show a united front and to talk to the people and to listen uh, specifically because it's not about what Joe and Nicole want. It's about what the people of Pennsylvania want. It's same with Tim. I mean, Tim did a great job with having boots on the ground and going door to door to talk to people. Um, he went to gun shows and everything like that to get the word out. And then we had lots of people standing at the polling places. And that's the key. It's, you know, I can't control whether they put them on the stage during a, a debate, but I can control how often that they're out and talking to people and uh, knocking doors. And Nicole has Ugly Acres, which I know you're aware of. I, I, um, I'm very, they make great jam. They make fantastic jam. Fantastic. Ugly Orchard is my favorite. Yes. Ugly Orchard. Everybody needs to buy all the Ugly Orchard. Anyway, um, so at her events, she wears Nicole Schultz stuff. She And at our Street Red event, she was actually given mic time to talk about her campaign and everything like that. So she's made connections in the community. And then we're just passing them over and bringing Joe in there, too. Um, and I think that that's what's key here is because I don't know how it is in other states because I'm too busy to figure out what's happening in other states. Fair. No, I... Um, in really? Pennsylvania, <laughs> you, we, you don't have we, free time here, huh? That's weird. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my free time, I play uh, 500 on my phone. But anyway, um, the uh, in our state, the lieutenant governor and the governor are two differently elected positions. It's not like the vice president and the president. Um, so we could, in theory, have a Republican and a Democrat or a Libertarian and a Democrat. Um, but that's why I think showing a strong team effort that they're right. able to work together and, and conquer divide and conquer over the topics is key. Yes. No, that's valid point. So here, here in Florida, you don't elect, you elect them together. You don't vote for each one individually. You, if, if you're voting for a governor, you're getting the Lieutenant governor. Uh, 
It's like president, vice president. Like I've never really gave it much thought. Um, I'm not sure how tenant, like I, I lived in Tennessee for a number of years, but they're very hazy because I was drunk all the time. Um, and I don't remember how they did it there. Um, and in Virginia, it's the same. You got governor, lieutenant governor, same, uh, on the same ballot. Um, so there is like, there's so much to unpack here. Like, again, like you I don't understand how you do so much in a day. PTO president, coaches T-ball and soccer, active at your church, planning community events, married. I can tell you if you'd like to know. I want to know so badly because I, so I'm, I, I like to think that I'm a busy person. I, you know, I have a job. I've got a girlfriend she, with, we've got, she Children. has two, yeah, she has two kids and I'm, 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 I'm there for them. Um, and then, and then, you know, I got this and then I've got a side Side gig, side gig, and plus uh, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. He and I are working on some projects as well. And uh, I would really like to know how to balance all of this a lot better. My my answer is not going to really help you, but okay. it could help some other. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm able to do everything that I do because my husband. He is the one who works full time and uh, allows me the opportunity to work part time. I'm a substitute paraprofessional in our school district, so I'm a teacher's aide. So I okay. kind of get to make my schedule and adjust it. And that is part of, I'm an organization freak. My house is not organized. Let me make that very clear. My okay. house laundry is still sitting upstairs in the washer that needs to be turned to the next cycle and stuff. I get it. Um, but when it comes to my schedule, uh, my son comes first, always and forever. My son comes first. And then, um, and then I try and just navigate everything else. I know that there's some things that are out of my control and that's why I have a team around me and behind me and beside me to help with uh, things that I can't be at. Um, and that's key is having a very, very, very supportive husband. Um, and then a team of awesome people. And a lot of those awesome people I can't believe I'm going to utter this word. One being Joel Getz um, <laughs> are people that I met through the Joe Jorgensen campaign, Bonnie Flair, Hardy, Michelle um, Taroli. She's got a long last name. Um, and then, you know, Joe, I met through the, the Jojo campaign and Tim, I met through the Joe camp. I mean, he's in York too, but we really connected over the Joe Jorgensen campaign. And actually it was our last sign wave right before the election night that Tim asked me to be his campaign manager um, for his, well, originally it was going to be for Conewago Township supervisor. And then um, Senator Arnold unfortunately passed. And I was like, hey, Tim, this is your area. <laughs> like, this, you should run for this special election. Um, this really terrible and, thing that happened to this guy. <laughs> you, I really you, felt like I was robbing a right? grave. <laughs> like, I benefit. literally saw the announcement and went, oh, that's Tim's area. Let me, <laughs> and I, I felt horrible. Uh, but at the same time, uh, democracy doesn't stop. That's so right. we just have to, you know, send condolences. And he actually, this is how awesome Tim is. Um, he actually was given the contact information for Senator Arnold's wife. And he is the only one of the candidates that reached out to her to oh, see wow. how she was doing and um, advice and just anything just to check in on her. And uh, she was very appreciative from what I was told. Um, and I believe he may have swayed her to vote for him, <laughs> but that wasn't why he had done it. He wanted to do it out of respect for her and her. No, absolutely. Of, you know, absolutely. Um, husband it, it it is a it, it 
it's the right it's the right move to make as a decent human being, not as somebody trying to win an election. Like that's just the right thing to do, and it's fantastic that Tim did that. Um, yeah, Tim's Tim's the best. I mean, his whole his whole thing for the campaign was that he's a former wrestler and now he's a goat farmer. Right. <laughs> and people are like, what? He like a- he he's legitimately the most one of the most down to earth people that yeah, I've met. He- I'm I'm very thankful to call him a friend. He was a heavy metal drummer, wasn't he? Also, yeah, he played in a band yeah. and he uh, wrestled Snooki uh, <laughs> uh, at one point. I have a picture of him from that match. I think it did. You, I think you might have seen it. Um, I, I don't think I've seen that, but if not, I can try and find it if you would like. Oh, I would. Um, lo- I would love to see this. <laughs> um, but you know, he was legitimately down to earth and just wanted to connect with people on on their level um, because that's the way we should be as representatives we, you know we were when i say we i mean anybody in politics represents um the people um i'm trying to find the picture <laughs> um and not themselves so that's what we were trying to convey i think so, he deleted it off the group page <laughs> so you you said that you're a, a part-time substitute teacher i am um, so let me let me ask you, uh, because of COVID and everything that's going on, what's going on in Pennsylvania schools? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Yes. Wow. There's Tim. He'll tell you it was a hundred pounds ago. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I was going to say that does not look like the Tim I know. Um, what what what's the schooling schooling like in Pennsylvania right now with everything going on? So we have um, Hair Wolf. I mean, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> Governor Wolf as our governor, um, and we voted back in May to reduce his powers. Mm-hmm. So, but he um, and then Levine was appointed to administration for for Biden. Um, so we got rid of her, thank goodness. Um, but what they did was they replaced her with someone not with any medical degree um, as our Secretary of Health. <laughs> or what, whatever the title right. is, director of health. Director of and, health. And um, so they found like a little loophole to go around the emergency powers and they put a mask mandate in for the state for schools, K to 12, uh, regardless of vaccination status. Um, there are some some schools in our, dish, in our county that are skirting that rule where they're allowing parents to sign exemption forms. Um, but Wolf is actually going after practicing physicians who are signing exemption forms and having the and and requesting the licensing board to re- review them, uh, which is just skeezy if you ask Did, me. But no, um, I, yes, I I agree. I can't uh, I can't think friend, of much worse. My friend has a legitimate um, like sh- her doctor literally like has given her this exemption, but they said they can't do it right now because of the licensing like. You know, I won't say her name, but she's uh, one eighth Jew, uh, Pentecostal or whatever Jew. Some her family died in the Holocaust, so she has problems with all of that. And then you add in um, her health issues with anemia and things like that that cause her to like. She just has a fear of government overreaching and and it. the mask and what have you. Um, and she said her doctor would not sign an exemption form, even though she has all of the medical needs to get an exemption form. Um, so personally in our school district 
our school board meeting, which was for finance and planning of uh, the stadium that's being built, it wasn't even about mass, was shut down before it even started because parents were refusing to wear masks, had signs, and were like chanting and yelling and just, I am an advocate for protesting. I have done it myself on many occasions with the Black Lives Matter um, protest done at our York Catholic School. Um, last summer and I've done stuff with their districts and things like that but you can't make change if you can't have your voice heard and so by having the meeting shut down uh, does not allow you to have your voice heard so I I support them in protesting I just feel like there's a way to have diplomacy right <laughs> in the process no I get that yeah uh, Nicole Schultz uh, future lieutenant governor of the state of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Nicole Schultz uh, said Wolf did the same thing for restaurants and pulled permits yeah yeah, um, there was a lot of ones in this area that stood up to him um, and they ended up not paying any fines and not losing any of their license around the clock diner was one. They were actually on some Fox News and things like that. Um, yeah. They actually will tell you they're a libertarian leaning business, but then they fully support all of the Republican candidates, which really pissed us off during Tim's campaign because it's in it's right on the skirts of tim's campaign or uh, district and i talked to the owners before the um chris gebhardt had announced his run and got their support and then they turned around and put this big ass sign um for chris gebhardt in their parking lot and i was like seriously yeah and but. so like that's an issue that uh that i have seen multiple times like i've talked with business owners and uh back in 2020 People were like, yeah, we're going to vote for, um, you know, we're going to vote for uh, Spike and Joe. And I was like, great, you know, that's awesome. And then outside of their business, they would put up Trump or Biden signs. And I was like, what? But you told me you're going to vote for Spike and Joe. Why are you putting these up? And then, like, well, if we put the other one up, nobody will come because that like because that's where we are. And I'm like, well, then why put up any sign? Like, yeah. And they said, well, that happened. A friend of mine. Um, business owner in this area opened a pizza shop in Tim's district and I'm friends with him because he's the former PTO uh, president of the same school that I am and he does a lot with the community and and so I'm, I've become acquaintance with him and so I took Tim I'd asked Darren if I could bring Tim there to meet him and he said yes and I got a picture of him and uh, posted on Tim's page and I shared it in the local community page and they're like oh the last business that brought politics in it you know got shut down and I was, it's like this is just someone running for office stopping to congratulate them on a new business it's not darren didn't put any signs he let him leave literature just like he lets for everybody else right by the register but he didn't like put everyone must vote tim mcmaster <laughs> outside the pizza shop um it was just showing someone see no one said this about chris gebhardt um going to a dance studio opening like <laughs> it's it's hypocrisy. It's it is. And it's, and unfortunately it's like, that is where we are as a nation. Um, and people see it as if, if you don't take a stand, you're taking a stand for the side I disagree with. Yep. So everybody feels that they have to take a stand somewhere. Um, and I, I don't care where the manager of Ruby, Tuesdays, like what, who the manager of Ruby Tuesdays is going to vote for. I don't even know if that's still a restaurant. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, like, I don't care who he's going to vote for. Like if I want your all you can eat salad bar for lunch, I'm going to come in and get your all you can eat salad bar. Um, so there are, 
there are actually people in York. So we have a donut shop called Maple Donuts in York, and they are hardcore Trumpers. They are like, they. Are, I'm pretty sure they're the ones behind the the Biden Taliban billboards that have been popping up everywhere. It says uh, "Make the Taliban Great Again" with a picture of Biden in a turban and a bazooka gun or something um <laughs> but everyone knows they're trumpers and i have friends who are far left that are like i love their donuts but i will not eat there and i'm like okay that's your right but like at the same time it's a donut like <laughs> we we have a coffee shop here in town um called conservative grounds they're big biden supporters um no uh they <laughs> They're, they're, they're huge Trump supporters. And if you go, I haven't been in, like, I kind of want to go just for the novelty of it. But if you go in, they have a mock-up of the white house with Trump standing behind the desk. And I'm like, I kind of want to go and broadcast a show from there. Uh, Cause I think that'd just be funny. (laughs) Um, And then have them kick me out. But yeah, like Every business everywhere. So I, I hang out. If anybody watches the show, they know this. Uh, I hang out at what Kava bars. I don't know if you have them up there, um, but it's what I. Yeah, uh, it, it's made from a root. It is a root drink, um, but it gave me some when I quit drinking. It gave me somewhere to hang out and socialize with people. Um, but because it is a root drink, uh, you can guess the type of people who open these places or work at these places or uh, hang out at these places. And most of them are not Trump supporters. Uh, So, like, I'll go and I'll hang out there, and most of them dislike me vehemently because I'm the reason their candidates lose in most situations. I love that. That means I did my job. I I want you both to lose. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, BDSM Guru says, I'm an atheist that would never consider boycotting Chick-fil-A. The food's good, so I go, yeah. And I don't care about people's political opinions. If the food is good or the product is good, I'm going to go. Like, I don't care. I am, I'm a massive baseball fan. I, I love the Boston Red Sox. They're, they are go my Nats. team. You know, I, was, I had season tickets their first year. Um, and I've seen them play a lot. I like the Nats. Uh, different, different division, so it's fine. Um, so like I got the baseball package this year as I do every year and people were like, how can you get the baseball package? They're doing all this woke stuff. And I'm like, because where, where do you draw the line? If I, if I cut out baseball, if I cut out football, if I cut out Amazon, if I cut out, uh, every restaurant, if I cut out Starbucks, if I cut out, uh, any coffee shop really, except for conservative grounds. Um, if I, if I cut out all these things that I really like what am I left with? Like, I still need to have stuff to do. Like you have to draw the line. And then at some point you have to understand that your money isn't going to make that big of a difference to them. They don't care. Uh, They get the advertising money. The advertisers aren't going to pull from them because the advertisers agree with them. So they're going to continue to give them money. Pizza Hut is going to continue to get money because on Friday nights, people don't want to cook and they're going to order Pizza Hut. So they're going to continue advertising. So you giving them that hundred bucks in order to catch 162 games of baseball isn't making a bit of difference to them. They don't care if you are a fan. They really don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't care. We, we are the little specs um, on their on their screen <laughs> when it comes to things. So, yeah. Sarah, Sarah I, my my girlfriend, Sarah, super fan Sarah Andreg said, except Olive Garden, I will not go to Olive Garden. 
I went to Olive Garden for the first time in probably years. I think my it was last time I was there was my niece's birthday. Um, I remember because their little character is called Ollie, and that's my son's name. So because of Olive Garden, yeah. So I remember thinking it was super cute. But we were in town on that side, and we had it. And my son loves spaghetti, so we went there. I'm a picky eater, so like I was like, "Can you make this and this and this and this Can you all mix together?" These things together? <laughs> now after like after January six, Olive Garden in D.C. Uh, apparently, a lot of the not surprisingly knowing people that typically go to Olive Garden, but a lot of the people on January 6th dined at Olive Garden. Um, and then Olive Garden gave uh, the credit card receipts and the video to the FBI. And when they did that, they I, did. yeah, when they did that, I was like, I'm never going back to Olive Garden. I don't care if they're going to give me all the pasta I can eat um, or unlimited salad and breadsticks. I feel like I'm advertising for a lot of restaurants. <laughs> um, all the Salad. I did Cracker Barrel with their five ninety nine lunch. Right. So. We've done Cracker Barrel, Chick-fil-A, Ruby Tuesdays, and Olive Garden. Um, I think that's all owned by like the same company, too. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> um, James Cassaberry says his son is also Oliver. He also says go Nets. Um, so, yeah, my Oliver is actually kind of named after Green Arrow. Uh, Oliver Queen. Okay. I wanted like I wanted like an, a medieval name, but I wanted something normal. And my ex husband wanted a superhero, so we agreed on Oliver. Agreed on Oliver. I like it. I like it. I've been trying to convince Sarah, superfan Sarah Andrag, that if we ever have children, to let me name that child Finway, uh, after the Red Sox ballpark. Sarah, and don't let him do that. She she is standing <laughs> strong on no. <laughs> Oliver's original name was going to be Lincoln. After prison break. Okay. Yeah. I, was like, I use a lot of TV references yeah. for my I was life. Like, I was like, wow, that's unlike most libertarians I know. <laughs> yeah, it was Lincoln. Yeah, but. Um, so uh, you guys have an event coming up this weekend, correct? We do. Um, Liz Terwickler. Terwickler. Uh, Liz, I apologize. <laughs> don't don't murder me. Um, <laughs> Liz has um, a campaign event called Perspectives of Freedom, which is primarily libertarian based. However, there are some outside voices that are going to be there to help kind of spread um, some knowledge across the board. Uh, Michelle, I believe, is the Democratic chair for Snyder County, and she will be there talking with Mark Bazzacco on a couple topics um it's got a wide range of spokespeople um from nick and valerie starrock to spike um to thomas queter we all know those kind of names that we saw we them already in the right. commercials um steve sheets our former chair is going to be talking with jen moore on navigating a toxic political environment jen, which i think jen is moore is thing. the jen moore is the current chair current chair yes and right. steve's the former chair um, but we also have like Adam Reinhardt, who's our Eastern vice chair, who's also a pastor or preacher. I don't know. He's in religion. Uh, he's Lutheran, I think. Anyway, he and the um, the chair, the founder of Muslims for Liberty will be doing a thing about faith and freedom. Um, and then there's I mean, there's a whole list of people. Um, Cajun is going to be up here. Oh, wow. Doing. Yeah, he'll be up here doing some stuff. Um Bonnie, who I mentioned from the Joe Jorgensen campaign, is also running a special election campaign, and she's actually our state tre uh, secretary. Um, spy by the way, real quick, Nicole is actually the LPPA treasurer now, too, oh. on top of everything she does. Um, 
<laughs> but Bonnie will be there. She'll be doing a part. She'll be doing a thing with Spike, I believe, on uh, decriminalizing addiction. Um, they'll be talking about military. Sam Rob and um, Sally, who's one of the people on Liz's campaign, Sally's uh, husband, Luke, will be talking with Sam Rob and I believe Cajun about military stuff. Um, so they've got a wide range. Uh, Thomas Queter is going to be talking about healthcare and disability. So there's a lot of topics. Um, what does and Tom, also the, what does Thomas Queter know about healthcare and disability, though? I'm not sure. I don't know why we would have such an outsider to the topic talk I, about yeah, it. I, so. I have no idea. <laughs> He's just going to run away with the topic. So uh, <laughs> there's a little plug for him. Um, <laughs> but um, during. For those that don't want to endure the LPPA meeting, <laughs> we'll be able to enjoy Thomas's um, presentation. So there's a hard stop on that LPPA meeting. So what's nice about the Perspective of Liberty, uh, per, excuse me, Perspective of Freedoms event is that um, anybody can go to the LPPA meeting. They'll just have to get a ticket. And what Liz did was she kept open because she knew it was going to be on tonight talking about it. Um, open the registration for the lower fee till tonight. If anybody wants to sign up, they can just go to her website. And what is that um, website? Liz Terwiggler. Oh, here, man. hold on. <laughs> I have it right here. Let me let me do the job. I'll put it in the comments. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was like, man, I, you are asking me to spell <laughs> that last name right now. And so their link is in the comments um you just yeah you just go there and you can sign up um, for the cheaper cost for the event um you but and then late registration will the pricing will go into effect friday um saturday at the door and sunday at the door uh, friday is like the most i mean the whole event is pretty awesome but friday is smash for charity um and what that is is they will be at the break room where they will get to smash plates with bats and stuff with spike and natasha and natasha um i legit i was like is this a sex work is real work event because you're smashing <laughs> for charity and was, will this be live streamed um <laughs> i'm not sure about the live stream i know that a lot of the the sessions will be recorded um i believe that's what i heard from liz um and then but Friday, all the proceeds from Friday will be split between the two charities. Um, Liz does phenomenal work in her community. She's at fairs, talking to people and getting out there just like, you know, I tried to do with my people. Um, she actually put together a dresser recently with toiletries, the, the drawers instead of pulling out, pulled down. Pulled down. And yeah, pulled down. And there's toothpaste and deodorant and feminine products for those um that need them <laughs> and um and they restock it and there's also been some fruit and vegetables that they put on it so um she's doing a lot to try and spread the word uh she got hammered last year she they they challenged her for ballot access and she was short like 20 signatures or something like that it was it was brutal which, which um, you know that she got there and it was some I mean, minimal yeah. thing that they tossed. They were just like, toss them out, toss them. Well, the problem was, is that she got almost a thousand signatures by herself and they're like, no one person can do that. And it's like, 
Liz can. Liz can. Yeah. Um, Liz absolutely can. And she's got a phenomenal team behind her too. And that, I think that's key when it comes to any of these campaigns is absolutely. making sure you have the right people on, I, I mean, Joel's on my campaign team, but um, mm. <laughs> some, some are questionable, but, um, <laughs> but you know, that's the key is that is having a good team behind you to support you and everything like that. And that's, Abs- that's what Liz has. That's what I'm trying to build with Joe. And uh, Joe, just for the record, will also be the opening remarks um, on Saturday at Perspectives of Freedom. So, and Nicole will be there. She's not speaking. Um, she's had some health issues recently. So she's kind of taking it easy a little bit while still trying to stay on top of Ugly Acres and the campaign and stuff. Right. So she will be there um, and talking with people and getting and letting them get to know her a little bit more. Same with Joe. And Tim will be there as well. Excellent. Well, no, that sounds amazing. And you're right. A good the team behind you is is what really matters in any of these things. Uh, what I have said for years uh, now is that if you want to win, uh, especially in locals, if you want to win, the person that knocks on the most doors wins. Uh, so having the having the boots on the ground, ha- having a candidate that's willing to go door to door to talk to everybody in town to say, "Hey, I'm Matt Wright. I'm running for city council." I want to talk to you about my vision. I want to hear what you need, what you want from the city council, and then we can figure out if I'm the right candidate for you. Uh, and having a team that knows all of the answers and having them willing to go out and knock on doors, whoever has the most doors wins in local elections. Absolutely. It, that's the absolute truth. And, um, and being able to be your true authentic self along the way, I yes. think is also key because people are easy to read if you're being fake and stuff. Um, that's one of the things, if I can plug my own county affiliate for a second, please do. um, here in York, we try and do as much as we can in the community. Uh, it's a big, as the community organizer for York's LP, um, that's one of the things that I make a goal for our, our county. I mean, we just collected over, five, uh, over 700 pounds of food to donate to the local baseball stadium that works with our hunger free month, uh, hunger free Mondays, which are with our local food banks. We donated over 700 pounds of food for that. Uh, we've done the street rod or a uh, street fair um, where we got, we talked to a bunch of people and gave lollipops out and, and it's not necessarily knocking doors, but it's getting down to the ground where they are instead of expecting them to come to you. And I think that that's key is being out there. I mean, we've done community cleanups. We go, we've gone into York city um, and cleaned up. And now we're working with one of our guys in our County. Martin has a business, uh, clean, clean green cuts landscaping. And his goal is um, he personally will be going into York city once a month to do maintenance work on shrubbery and yards and stuff like that. And uh, he's just asked us as a, as the local affiliate to come with him once every two months. So that's a goal thing that we're doing too, because that's awesome. You know, I talk way more to people when I'm out there cleaning up their garbage. Cause they're like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, because this is what we believe in. We believe that when the government is removed, that people will step up and they will help out where needed, whether it be trash cleanup or helping feed the hungry or anything like that. That's one thing we did during Jojo's campaign is we got uh, people in our County, and um, local, a local business, uh, Central Family, I'm going to plug him, Carl, he's a huge libertarian, and he actually used to be a central uh, hub spot for literature um, for campaigns in the area, and I actually took Spike there. Um, we all donated food and went out and served the homeless down here, um, and I think that that's the key to remember is that it isn't the big rich 
areas that will win you the votes. It's the everyday people and showing people that you yep. legitimately care and you're not just trying to do it for a photo op. And that's what um, all my campaigns and any campaign that I help on to advise, which I did a few in back in the special elections in the spring, um, I really tried to convey is that you need to get out there knocking doors, doing community events, helping out where possible and just showing them, like Tim said, he's a man of the people for the people. Excellent. Absolutely. And you're right. You, you have to be sincere. You have to be out there with the people because it's not the, it's not going to be the rich people that get you elected. It's going to be the other, it's going to be the middle class, the lower middle class and the uh, lower class. Like they are the people that are going to get you elected. And if you can talk to them sincerely and let them know that you care, you will win. But you have to do that face to face. You can't do that through TV commercials and through targeted yep. Facebook ads. You have to Spike, do it face to face. Spike's actually one of the people that have helped me navigate how to talk to people. Because when he was in Williamsport last summer, uh, it was our first stop with Liz. <laughs> and, um, and he ended up talking to this guy that was going into the courthouse. And uh, he got talking and heard a story about addiction and the war on drugs and everything like that. And Spike was like, you know, telling him about everything that he's trying to do and how him and Joe Jorgensen are going to do this if they're elected and everything and, and how it's going to change it for the next person who won't have to go in his steps. And both him and Spike, the, the guy and Spike were both like tears in their eyes. Like it was it, Spike has a way to talk to people on their level without making them feel like he's dumbing it down. It's amazing. And if you haven't had the chance to hear Spike talk in person, like take the journey. <laughs> um but it was unfortunate because Spike was like, oh, he's a convicted felon. Like, he can't vote. And I was like, hold on, hold on. And I, like, darted after this guy before he got into the. And I was like, as long as you don't have any kind of, like, probation or fines, like, you don't have any debt to the state, you can vote. And um, he was like, oh, I still have fines. So it's like, the moment those are done, you can vote. Just so you know that you can vote. And Spike was like, I learned something new today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's different in every state, too. So, yeah. like, I, here in Florida, I think seven years. I think it's seven years and no fines or probation. Um, I think once you're done with that in seven years, you can vote again. And I disagree with it vehemently, but I think once My you're husband out, you're has out. actually talked about trying to start a nonprofit to go out and reach out to convicts, um, whether in or in prison currently or in halfway houses, um, because, you know, they're given such misguided information on what they can and cannot do. And, you know, he spent a little bit of time. He did some stupid stuff when he was in his 20s, um, as most people have. Some just didn't get caught. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, you know, he's a product of, find, you know, not knowing exactly, but having to educate himself. So he... Um, we're trying to look at different value, like avenues with COVID has really put a hindrance on it because, you know, they're not allowed to have visitors and stuff like that, like they would typically have prior to COVID right. into there. So we're trying to navigate different ways. Another thing to add to my list of things to do, <laughs> um, but it's you, a you don't have enough. I mean, they're, they're all worthwhile causes. They if, are. if I'm honest, I, I wouldn't do them. I wouldn't take the time out of my schedule. Um, if I didn't feel like it is. And I do believe that I, you should talk the talk and walk the walk. So if Absolutely. I believe that government is removed, people will step up. I want to be a proof of that. There is absolutely nothing I can say to top that. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> so we'll, we'll go out on that note, uh, pitch everything that you want to pitch. Uh, Cause that, that, yes, that is correct. 
Um, okay, well, Pitch, uh, if you want to help get Joe Solosky elected, joeslosky.com, you can make donations. We're currently um, printing up a lot of literature to hand out at parades. We're doing rally signs, kind of like the Joe Jorgensen 11 by 14 ones. Um, one side says fighting for your freedom, and the other side has a logo. Um, and then same with Nicole, nicoleschultz.com. Uh, that's without a C, S-H-U-L-T-Z, as you can see behind Matt's head. Um, we're doing rally signs to hand out of parades and everything for her as well. That's NicoleSchultz.com, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. It's her, yeah. We tried to make it simple for these, yeah. um, just having the names.com. Um, and then Tim McMaster uh, is running for a Senate campaign, which he did prim- pretty much um, on his own budget. Um, he pretty much funded his whole campaign uh, with the exception of a billboard and couple hundred bucks from some people um and so he's planning on running in 2022 and we are trying to gear up for that as well so tim4pa.com um to donate to tim all of that money goes straight to the campaign to spread the word get stuff to go door knocking and uh and get literature out to people and, and show them that the libertarian way is the right way uh is that the number four or for i believe it is the number four okay I wanted to make sure before I hit send. Um, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, I was like, I, like I typed it and I went, I don't know which mm. four this is. So well, we just we just changed his because uh, we had a Tim for twenty twenty one website, but because he is running in twenty twenty two, we changed it to be more like generic. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm I haven't actually physically typed that address in yet. Um, because I don't control the website. He right. does it with another guy. So um, that's right. That's I just right. get, I just kind of get told, Hey, can you check this out and make sure it looks okay? <laughs> and then I get sent the link. So well, yeah, works, let's see so, it work. There's yeah. Tim's handsome face. Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. I, I, I appreciate you not watching the Cowboys and the Redskins or the yeah, Washington football Redskins team. and Giants. Yes. It's, it's a, heap of, a heap of crap and right. a heap of crap fighting but, for a I, ball. <laughs> I was I was so focused on not messing up the Washington football team, which I still did. I missed the Giants, and I said Cowboys. Um, <laughs> so uh, I appreciate you not watching the Giants and the Washington football team um, to hang out with me on this beautiful Thursday night, this this Yom Kipper day two, which I think it's. Well, I appreciate you having me on. I when when I was asked to be on, I was like, me? Why why do you want to talk to? Me? <laughs> me but um okay sure let's have this one right i absolutely wanted to talk to you because i wanted to know how you do all that you do (laughs) and uh do you you rent dave out that's that's a question um i mean it's never been asked but we can negotiate right (laughs) Uh, (laughs) also super fan sarah anderegg has decided she's going to pennsylvania to have coffee with you and nicole uh because apparently yeah because apparently uh, women who somehow pack 30 hours into a day all want to hang out together too. Um, well, we have a cute little coffee shop up here. It's at my church. It's called common grounds. So we can go there. They've got a really good, uh, smoothie too. That, that is much. I different. cut caffeine out. So that's why I'm <laughs> drinking milk. I drink only milk and water now. Oh. So I don't even run on caffeine to do all the stuff that I do. And that's even more impressive. But if you did, if you still drank coffee and still used caffeine, I would say for one seventh of the caffeine, you could switch to mud water 
muddywatersmedia.com slash mud uh, <laughs> slash mud and make the switch from coffee to mud water today um no thank you so much uh for uh thank you so much for coming on i do appreciate it everybody that you are working with i'm a huge fan of everything going on in pennsylvania right now i'm a huge fan of um so if you or anybody on any of your campaigns need anything uh, Muddied Waters Media is here to help. So just reach out. Let me know. Let uh, Spike. Well, no, let me know because Spike's busy. Um, he is super busy. He is like, super busy. My son is so sad because uh, he's not going to the Perspectives of Freedom, and he has yet to meet Spike. He met Joe Jorgensen, but and but Spike has made them little videos and stuff to say hi. <laughs> right. He's all upset that he doesn't get to meet Spike this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna try and get my husband um to get some um time with spike that he can call in and facetime with him nice nice well yeah thank you so much anything that you guys need muddied waters is here for you um let me know let jason know let cajun know and i will we, we will all get messages that way uh don't let spike Fantastic. know because nobody knows if we'll hear from him um but no we won't he doesn't <laughs> well, read his messages he until like two months later right i i text him and we own a business together and i'm like who knows we'll see um but yeah so uh Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, if you want to hang out for a little bit after the show, please do. I'm just going to close it out, and uh, we can talk afterwards. If if you have to go, just wave to me goodbye and just hit end. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for tuning in, uh, and thank you so much to Christine Kausler Womack um, for coming on. I was so nervous about saying that last name. Uh, like... I overthought it every single time I said it. Uh, Christine Kausler Womack. Um, we have a, another huge week here at Muddy Waters Media. Tomorrow, you have a brand new episode of uh, Cajun and Eskimo from Bayous to Igloos. Spike will be in Pennsylvania this weekend, and I'm certain there will be uh, footage of stuff from that coming up. Uh, we have on Monday a new episode of Mr. America, The Bearded Truth happening at 8 o'clock Eastern. Then on Tuesday, Spike Cohen and yours truly will be parsing through the week's events like the sweet, sweet little summer boys that we... We're still in summer, right? Yeah, I think we're still in summer. Are we not? Are we in autumn? I think we're officially still in summer. Um... <laughs> We're like the sweet summer boys that we are. Uh, we aren't autumn cherubs yet. We are still sweet summer boys. And then next Wednesday, Spike Cohen. Let me tell. I'll even tell you who he has on. Uh, Spike Cohen has an episode of My Fellow Americans with Maurice Maurice Chama. And then next Thursday, join me right back here for the makeup episode with Randall Daniel and. I'm very sorry to Randall for not being able to do the episode last time, but a storm knocked out the power. That is what happens in Florida summers. Um, so we get the makeup episode next Thursday at eight o'clock. Uh, and boy, do I have an opening question for that guy uh, because it's going to make the rest of the interview really awkward and it's going to be great. Um, so tune in. We've got muddied waters media five days a week. Remember, if you want to, you can. I...
you can become a member of the Muddied Waters family. Um, I forget how loud that out is. You can become a member of the Muddied Waters family uh, by going to muddied wa- or sorry anchor.fm slash muddied waters slash subscribe and for nine dollars a month you will get exclusive content you will get invited to a exclusive facebook group where you will be able to see more exclusive content and you will get the information for the muddied zooms where we will be having them once a month where you will be able to chat with me with spike with jason with cajun with others and it is going to be a blast every single time so sign up today for the muddied waters subscription experience uh thank you all so much for tuning in your fun fact of the week uh the first person to get a speeding ticket to get convicted of speeding uh was going six miles over the speed limit at a raging eight miles an hour at a raging eight miles an hour he was going six miles over the speed limit of two uh so keep that in mind remember government is stupid uh thank you all so much for tuning in i look forward to seeing all of you all next week and uh have a fantastic weekend tune in tomorrow for cajun and eskimo and for muddied waters media and for the writer's block i am matt wright and you are perfect just the way you are. I I am I am swinging from a seven-story window Throwing parties in a ten-by-seven cell It's a Yeah. Hey.